Hello, good morning or afternoon, everyone. I just want to say that I'm recovering slowly but surely from some kind of disease that has no name. I will not name it. <laughs> and I'm sucking on some little uh, cough drops just to stop the coughing while I'm talking. But otherwise, my energy level is a little bit better, not all the way up to 100%. So it might be... You'll, you'll meet a different end Chloe maybe today. Something like that. Okay. Thank you. Any, anything, anything from anybody? I like having this kind of open space in the beginning for any questions, really, especially uh, around space holding for your own space, like spaces where you're delivering your non-material value. And it can also be space holding for whatever, um, your family, your game world, where, I mean, I think, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll be honest, I'm, co I'm coming clean. <laughs> I'm, starting to, I'm starting to write an article call, that is called um, how to find your non-material value or finding your non-material value. I haven't really decided on that title. And... Mm. anyway for me it was a revelation in the lab in in brazil last month where we did the lab when i realized that modern culture is completely centered on a material value so you walk down the street and every store i mean do this experiment next time you go into town or i mean even if you go on Facebook and the advertisement or you go online and the advertisement, it is all non-material value. So you go down and it's a shoe shop and a cigarette shop and a, um, you know, a, a, a clothes, a brand, a computer shop, uh, whatever. And, and one after the next, it only selling mater material, material value. And, and then this question of God, what would a center of town look like if there was no material value being sold. Like you could not buy non-material value. And so, you know, of course there would be, there would be a marketplace happening and that would be for food. So I'm, I'm not counting that as material value, you know, basically food. And then there would be a whole, another sort of marketplace for or fix, fixing things, like fixing your material things that are, that are broken. So we, you know, repurpose it, redesign it, um, fix it, uh, you know, give it away, whatever. But that's for the, the material thing. But you would have a whole center of town that would have no material value. And then, okay, first of all, what would it look like? What would be our relationship to town? Like what would be our relationship to going to downtown if we didn't have to buy material stuff? And what would be our relationship to our own creation? Because I, I'm getting, I was getting this image of you go into downtown and it's so packed. It is, the market is completely saturated with things to get, things to buy, things to, that are already offered. And I, and I think it has an effect on our, our creation space. 
like how much space of creation we have in us because God, why would we produce more material stuff when it is the thing that is you know tearing down down life on planet earth that's the really the, the fact that we we are producing and consuming so much material value it, it is the main reason why the ecosystem on planet earth are collapsing and okay so how would you know it, it's okay how would be the center of town that's one question but like how would we be what would be our relationship to ourselves and to our creation power if a culture was centered on non-material value and <clears throat> And then I started thinking about, okay, but well, what are non-material value? Because it's something that is so, um, okay. Can you hear me? Is like, my connection is good. Okay, thank you. <coughs> uh, it is not a distinction that most people use, this thing about material value or non-material value in terms of what we're creating. We don't really talk about it. And so I was starting to make a list of, or to think about like, what is non-material value? And the way we have talked about it a little bit in possibility management is, well, non-material value is delivering rage club or holding space for emotional healing process or delivering work talks or, and, and I think even that is, limited in terms of what is really non-material value and so I wanted to think with you for a moment and sort of I'm gonna I want to write down a list about what is it what is non-material value what is this what is the thing that we can put at the center of our culture of next culture that will be it's non-material that can be valued, that is valued. Why can't art be non-material? I mean, art can be non-material. It can also be material, but it's a creative force in all of its different realms. Okay, but what is the value? You know, for example, look, I love, you know, I'm French or I was born in French. I love Monet, and, but I don't own a Monet. But there's a place in Paris called L'Orangerie where there's some murals of Monet that are like, I don't know, 15 meters wide and three or four meters tall. And I go there and it's a sanctuary for me. Okay, so what's the value in that? So, because what is the value that makes it a sanctuary? That's what I'm asking. And, and that's why I'm asking about what, I'm not asking about, you know, art, that it's too general. It's like, what would be the value? Well, what's coming up right now is a transformation. The space for transformation. I don't know if you, can you hear me? Yes. Yeah. So like, uh, like coming into this space and the other aspect of non-material value that was coming was conversations and connection. Like I imagine like being out in the street and engaging more in, in in truthful conversations and in, in seeing the art exposed outside from a very impactful artist, seeing like <laughs> a space of transfer, 
a space of transformation where where we come uh, as one person, but when we are out of it, like we're a different person, and like this being a huge value uh, for for uh, for us. Okay, and so, mm -hmm. go ahead. And creating art in of itself is can be a transformative process. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm asking another thing. Yeah, what I mean. So even space of transformation, there's a lot of different space of transformation. So I'm asking for more like precise or more detail or more. I mean, where we're going also with this is what is your non-material value? And to, and to say, I, I create transformation. I mean, almost everybody creates transformation to some degree, either consciously or unconsciously. But what is... I'm, one of the things that, awesome. that you had was about the about the sanctuary and and this a lot of known material value brings people is to getting out of verbal reality or getting out of the doing or getting out of the shopping list. Like I noticed in, when I was in Brazil in this lab in these trainings that whenever I went from the lab from the training space to the kitchen space. I was in a completely different inner space than when I was in the kitchen or, or the training space. It was like walking. I was in my head more or I was in my world and I wasn't paying attention so much to the world around because I was doing this thing called walking. And so I think this what a lot of non-material value brings is, is presence and, and being in life instead of uh, doing the logistics so that I can be in life. Uh, yeah, I can so say Marin, more. Yeah, Marin, I just to say, I was thinking, look, what would be valuable to not be walking in your head? You know, for example, so the, for example, it could be the, the non-material value of actually mm -hmm. being in presence of a flower. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. being in the presence of a flower is something that is not valued. That we, there's no, nobody will, in modern culture, nobody will pay you to notice being in the presence of a flower. Well, it lists a witness. Okay, Phyllis? It, it, brings forth feelings art flowers the nature brings forth a presence but also feelings come up okay so um so inner navigating your for feeling is val is a non-material value okay yes yes marin uh, for me um you ask for what is there? And I think that's the wrong question. Okay. The question must, for me, must be how is it to be? And that's a difference. Um, I, um, I come to that because my daughter wrote, wrote a little story if she was uh, seven years old about the people have to pay money for every word they use. So uh, why... 
uh, a word could be um, an, a material in, in some case what you what you call a having um, value so a material value in some case uh, in 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 um, in fact it's a non-material value but you can use them uh, to get uh, to the to 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 fit to the material world. But, but if you only say the essence of, of what is really important, then it's something different. If you only use the, the few words which are really important, and if you know why you say them, what, what happens, what, what is really uh, the intention to say. How would you call that? I mean, for me, for example, uh, so writing, writing story, writing stories is a non-material value. Like you, your daughter, be. like your daughter just provided value to us. I don't know if you, you saw. I mean, how many people got the value from the short story, the report of Myron's short story from her daughter? Mm -hmm. But in, in turn, she could sell it. It could, she could write a book and, about that and sell it. So it's the same thing as art. What I'm saying, this is not about money. I'm not talking saying material value is material because you can pay money for it. I, I just want to make that clear. So this is not about, we're talking We're talking about what makes that art or what makes that book a, non, a valuable non-material thing. Exactly. Non -thing. Yeah. <laughs> I would say uh, that it would be being in being in, ser in service for somebody's uh, uh, for elevating somebody's consciousness, uh, and yeah. it would be uh, for being present for somebody, like just being present, like consciously present for somebody. It would be a value. Mm -hmm. Okay. Even witnessing. Yeah. Okay. I'm not sure if I understood you right, but the uh, example with the Monet thing was actually it's materialized, right? It's you can go there, it's existing, you can see it, right? Yes. Yeah. So then, um, then actually you use the material work. Uh, you, you said, I don't own, I don't need to own the, the Monet, I can go there. But it's still if you if you own your Monet and you watch it and have the value, or you go there and watch a Monet you don't own, it's actually it doesn't make a difference in the in the value you receive. Exactly. Yes, that's the non that's the non material value part. But this value part is the same. If you own it, it's the same value, and if you don't own it, it's the same value. Because if you if you I own it and so. the value is coming out of the watching, then, <laughs> then it's um for me it's no different. If if I own something or if I have the access to something, if I can use the material I I, I need to get this value, then the the, the um, material value that comes out of it is 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 not dependent of if I if I own the material or if I don't own the material, it's more the accessibility and what this material makes to you or to us. 
Okay, wait a second. First of all, there's somebody's phone that's vibrating or whatever. So please turn it off because it just it goes in everybody's ears. Thank you. Mm, I'm not sure what you're saying, Dorothea. My my. Mm, anyway, what I'm getting from what you're saying, or oh, anyway, what I'm the value that I'm receiving from what you're saying is you cannot own as property non-material value. I don't think you can own it. No, this I, I didn't say. I of know. course you can. I, I'm just saying as, for example, creating a space of transformation, you cannot own that. You can, but you can own it in a way of you can take a stand for it. You can take a stand that your non-material value is to create a space of transformation, but you cannot own it as a property. So I never thought about that before you were saying what you were saying, Dorothea. And on the other side, you can own, physically own the paintings and not get the non-material value. Exactly. Not, so there, what we're talking about is what makes, what is the value of non-material value and how, yeah, I think. Well, it's, I mean, I'm not really want to have a physical, like a philosophical conversation about this. Mm -hmm. I really, what I wanted is, you know, will you, do you consider that having sex with somebody, somebody that you love is non-material value? Is that valuable? You know, but we don't, it's just, we don't talk about that. Yes. That's what I'm well, talking the, the about. So what is what are non-material value? And I, I have I already started, but I there's people who haven't spoken yet. What do you consider non-material value? When, um, to see myself seeing what's happening, to observe my observation of to be um, to feel part. I guess that's two things: to feel connected, but also to to feel myself okay, in to relation notice, to, to what's whatever that non-material value is. To feel myself connecting to the flower. To feel myself connecting to a person. Yeah. Okay. To be aware of what you're water. aware of. To notice what you notice. This is about okay. Is it about recognizing the beauty? Uh, how is that valuable for you, Ingrid? When I see beauty in something, whatever, in time that I listen. In, in, in a painting <coughs> or just in being when I see when I feel that beauty that that is nourishing me it's 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 there is yeah that it's feeding me that is non non-material value mm. and it, 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 it comes to me that it is could it be that it is a skill? To have to, that it is a skill to 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 see 
or to receive non-material value? That it's yes, hmm? yes, it's all skills. Yeah. It's and all awareness. Yeah. So in terms of our continuous conversation, and it's, it, last week we were, or the week before, we were working about or what we noticed that we noticed, and last week we were working working with delivering like holding space from a different point of origin than your box this non-material value like your non-material value or your non-material values what you what you have to deliver what i would consider your destiny in action your non-material value is your destiny is not for you so uh ingrid when you were saying um or let's say you're saying uh, feeling connected or belonging, or um, then you made it. You make it about you, and this is not about us. It's not about I. So try to think of this non-material value as this is not for you. This is actually what you deliver. Or what is, or what you've seen other people a B, it's sort of what you've seen other people be that has provided non-material value for you. So it's not about being doing. Centered. For example, being centered. Okay, being yeah. centered. Or yes. Provide a space for somebody to get into his center. Yeah. Discovering the clarity, like discovering clarity about what is really going on when whatever when I, when I when I or another person opens the fridge or eats a piece of cake or bites their nails like to know what's really going on to have that clarity is that okay. distinctions yeah 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 clarity is distinctions okay for me, mm -hmm. for, for me and not for me is uh, value <laughs> to experience people fully Im being emerged and being alive like there's there's this quality of just perceiving or being also in the state of fully embodying my experience of like doing something like being fully in it that gives me value and along with that goes the experience of of like um, ecstasy or like b being alive in an ecstatic way like to yeah I don't know to to yes that's it and also wait, wait, wait. What you, can you can you remember the second thing being ecstatic wait in, wait, wait, wait. can can you yeah. no no can you remember the next thing you're gonna say yes okay I mean I think these are worth exploring about what we consider non-material value because I think there are it is uh, filtered through our thoughtware. And for example, what I'm getting when you were talking, Kian, of saying being completely emerged, being completely involved in embodying my experience, part of what I'm hearing is being snapped and not having this gap of I'm noticing what I'm noticing or I'm aware of what I'm aware. And that creates this gap between what you're creating or the experience that you're having and this what is the experience that I'm having? So I can actually be aware of what I'm aware of. And so um, 
this being snapped is a value of modern culture. Can you explain that? Snapped? Snapped is this, uh, when you, you, you enter a story world and you completely are 100% committed to your story world. Mm -hmm. And there's no gap between, you know, this is true. And there's no way that anything else is possible or true. That's what it means being snapped. So I don't know if that what you meant, Kian, but I think it's worth um, inquiring about what we mean by um, these non-material values that we that we've put like we've put at the center of our life, or we somehow we've tr we're trying to put at the center of our life. Does that make any sense? What I'm saying? Okay. Yes. Okay. And and you were saying going to say something else. Yes, and and to that, mm, yeah. Okay. Okay. The the other thing is, uh, but okay. One more thing to to add to this because, like when, for example, when I when I dance or something like this, I can have the experience of being aware of what I'm doing and being fully immersed in it at the same time, that there's no, like, um, there is, there's still this observing part of it, but I'm not separated from my experience at the same time. Like, maybe they're like, I don't know, I can't, um, I just have words like being fully coherent with all my parts in what I'm doing and not having things like working against my expression at the same moment that gives value of being like that, that I would describe that of being fu fully in something and not in resisting with my experience that I have. Like it's more going in this direction. Okay. And, and like being yourself. Yes. Yes. And the the other thing is I just want to like I, I want to say thank you a lot for this conversation because I'm at the moment I'm struggling with my vision for the future. What is actually a, a livable vision for the future? When I think about it, I just have whether I go back basically, I go back to where there was less material value in the world and we had just like people like Smith, blacksmith, and doing these kind of things. And I, I don't have really, I don't really have this, I, I don't see how, how our world could actually develop into a, into a world that could, could work. And so this bringing in this distinction of non-material value and a culture that is centered around, around that actually makes it more like possible for me that we really create a world that, that works. So thank you a lot for that. Cool. So for example, one of the non-material values is to hold space for discovery conversation. Mm -hmm. like, like this one. Where I, there's, Marin, I thought you wanted to say something and then somebody, anything else? Uh, yes, uh, for me, it's uh, uh, there is something in to being a subject or to being uh, uh, an object. Um, I, if I think about and I feel feel how how uh, how is the difference? 
Uh, if I go to a museum and I see a picture, for example, then I feel like um, I made myself an object because if I think about, I could own them. And if I really only be there and see the picture of uh, feel the flower, then I stay in myself and being, being uh, staying being a subject. So I think it's more um, again how how we make the things. It's not about what we are doing. It's more about how we are doing. Mm. Think has a life in me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Annika. Um, so I go back to when I was a child and I'm not like I'm not referring to my child being fed now that I'm an adult, but there is like I'm reading the continuum concept again and like there is like a um, there's a quality in there for me like to to raise a child to experience itself and its five bodies. And so anytime I'm with someone that stripes anything in my body that I and in those bodies that I actually haven't noticed myself or that I haven't felt myself, uh, whether someone is touching me in a way that I haven't experienced before, but it's doing something to me, um, that in my story, I, I would have experienced, would I have brought up in that way and not in this neurotic way, um, is value to me or I can bring value to another person. What's the value? The value is presence, I believe. Presence with what is. How, so what, okay. I was gonna say, how do you do that? Like what, how, what would be, what is the value that results in presence? What is the value that you provide or have received through the example that you gave that resulted in presence? Being recognized. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah, I, I mean, it, it, essentially it's like, <laughs> it's like the work that, that we're doing so it's like being in my like people that are in the adult um present like yeah centered what we said already um like people with no agenda no time frames part of my question anika but also for all of us is I think the value that touches us the most is probably the value that we also are here to deliver somehow. The value that we notice the most, that we are attracted to the most is because we have some kind of resonance with it. And, and the resonance would come from that, that that's actually the non-material value. And the part of this exploration for me is also to find to name non-material value in ways that we've never named them because, because, because modern culture is so centered on material value. So we have all these names, you know, even I was gonna say, I was writing my article, I was like, non-material value are things like, okay, but they're not things. 
things are, are material value. Mm. So it the, reminds me of, of yeah, that reminds me of something like in a in an experience that that we did at New Year's around when when do I feel loved? And it was like what you just shared around what I what I experienced most is what I give. Like so one thing for me was and, and that might feed into that is um someone someone giving without being asked or um like being in service without being asked or wanting something and like like just unconditionally giving like okay so again i i i have some alarms when you say that because this unconditional is often even towards the abuser even towards um the you know the gremlin even towards the unconscious we are un unconditionally giving and that is part of it's like a fantasy world so i'm just i'm um you know we have parts also about what we're attracted to what kind of non-material value we're attracted to about for example the non-material value of belonging or actually belonging or even wanting deep connection is actually probably comes from a child um lack like the child ego state has been lacking connection or has been lacking being part of an actual family or a village. And that's the thing that we are moved by. And, and, but it's, it's different from this non-material value in terms of our destiny, in terms of our adult ego state or archetypal lineage. So I, you know, when you say, I, I don't really need an answer right now, Anika, but, but if that's interesting for you to research, it's like being in service or giving, it's like what? Being in service of what and how or giving what or, or how. And, and, and then you, you can, you, you'll start refining what is your non-material value. Because I think each of us has a unique, a unique non-material value. So this is also where this conversation anyway where i would be interested for it to go Something like that. Mm, i have two more things okay wait wait wait. i just want to ask there's a couple of people who haven't spoken yet and Jorge, i see your hand and kian but Devin yes. and then Jacopo. to me if i if i walk into a place where where i don't receive like so many stimulus like material stimulus it would allow me to to actually be with the land where I'm walking and be with the with the people, with the people of the of the community and, and really and really listen and really being able to, to see each other without being so so caught up in stories or yeah to really be with, with the other person with the person in front of me. So Jacopo, I, a while ago, I was working on a definition of compassion because I didn't like the definition that people were giving, which is basically accept everybody's victim story or gremlin story or whatever. And I, I came up with this uh, thing that compassion as a bright principle, as a force of nature is to be with somebody with no story attached and with no story about their story. Like with, with, without ever getting snapped or hooked by 
my story, their story, their story about themselves, their story about me. And, and that would be compassion. So, okay, maybe that's, that's your non-material value that you're providing to people, Jacopo, is how to, how to finally get to that place without story. Compassion without, being with without story. Okay, thank you. Thank you. The, the thing that I've been with is, you kind of alluded to this a little bit, and Chloe, of, of non-material value not being for you, but wondering something like, where does non-material value happen? That, that in some way it has to be relational. That, that like the room full of Monet paintings yeah. without you in it is not delivering non-material value or maybe it is but um i have a sense that it's a different kind of thing and so i'm wondering like what the something like what the point of contact i guess the other thing is a person could have non-material value flowing out of them and another person could be blocking that or unreceptive to that or something like that and so is not like um when is non-material value happening? When is it not? And what what are the conditions that that are necessary that are necessary for value to actually emerge? Okay, I mean, I just want to give an example that one day uh, it was in the the intimacy journey year that Phyllis organized in Oregon, and we were working with expectations, and I wished her an expectation from somebody who was not even in in the space and it was a trainer and I was expecting her to like approve of me and love me and tell me that I was a great trainer and and I withdrew that expectation and two weeks later we were back in Mallorca and the trainer said oh I'm I'm not coming because um and Chloe is there and she's a great trainer and she and and, and she can deliver the training I don't need to come you know and and I think this thing these stuff really happen like that that we have power over the field that that we have we are connected in in ways that doesn't mean that we need to be talking or even know that we exist in, in some ways and I there's non-material value that that has been provided from dead people you know, hundreds of years ago, and that I still, we still can benefit from that value. And so, so something like that, and that I think we have yeah. the, the idea of what connection means. You know, I want to be connected to you. So that means what, you know, I want to, I want to feel that you love me. I want you to appreciate me. I want you to talk to me exactly like I want, you know, I don't know what we people have behind this idea of being connected but there is no way that we are not connected. We are. And, mm. and it's so obvious with what's happening on the planet today. Um, so, okay, but what, what, yes. is, what is valuable? And, I mean, my question, yeah. I hear your, your question. And if you have, what were you, go what were you gonna say? Well, I was gonna say with, with connection, there's just a yes and how how could we not be connected and there's i've noticed this when i talk about connection that there's i could speak about it far more specifically and get down to what i mean when i say i want to feel more connected to you 
and I think that's helpful for conversations and there's something about we're all saying we're all connected that um, it's like it paints with so broad a brush that it also doesn't uh, somehow mean anything. I agree. So yeah, mm. um, yeah. But but even what you're saying, there's something still relational in all the examples you gave, and maybe that was your point that like somehow relationship is still happening even if it's not a person sitting in front of you or something like that. What I'm trying to say is that I was, you know, Clinton is building this new website and it, he used to call it become a villager. And then you realize that you can't be a villager. You can only villaging. So, so you are village, while villaging, while it's happening, you can't be a villager. And I think this creating next culture makes it so a thing. And so the other day I, I said, no, we are next culturing. We're inventing next culture as we're being in it and discovering it. And, and anyway, and, and the English language is, I think like I was saying, it's like so focused on things, on words, as if, um, as if we can be separate as if there's something that is not relating to another. And the, for example, the continuum or this is an amazing book, but there's also other languages that don't have names. They just basically they communicate with verbs because it is happening. And, and this is where I'm trying to go with this or like what I'm, I think there's something <coughs> non-material value is that it is not a thing. It is, it is something that is happening from our being, from being, from being with or being. So, but Devin, you haven't answered the question yet about what, what non-material value are valuable. What non-material value are valuable? To you. Yeah. Like stuff that we haven't said that has not been said yet. yeah one, one of the things it's kind of gosh and I think of it happening in a it's something like togetherness but I but it's um I'm thinking of in a in a rage club or something when when people start to get or when I start to get that in rage can be used for encouraging people to go somewhere they've never been before and there's there's uh so for me this is my favorite spaces because on the one hand it's one person winning i guess it's winning happening i'm talking about it's one person winning because their experience of rage is finally coming online but but no one cannot be winning in that space it's 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 at least this has been my experience it's like somehow and I'm not talking about getting snapped into something, but I'm talking about even jacking into encouragement is somehow winning. There's something about abundance too. So yeah, okay. there, yeah, just that that 
value, there's at least this kind of non-material value multiplies itself. It doesn't, it's not like, it's not like there's only one of these and I give it away and now someone else has it. It's like there's one and then there's another and then there's another like that. It, it's like a dandelion, like blowing on a dandelion. Mm-hmm. There was one dandelion. Now there's a wind filled with seeds, something like that. And I don't know if that's true for all non-material value, but maybe there's potential for it to be a non-stop flow out or outflow. Uh, like, a, mm-hmm. yeah. See, the way you talk about it, I can, I can feel the non-material, I can have the experience of the non-material value that you're talking about. And, I, and I'm like, okay, what if, you know, there would be a store and the possibility of nano nation that would say Devon's store. And what you get there is togetherness, encouragement, winning happening, and that in abundance. And that could man, I'd go to that store. Well, I'd own it. Well, no, I wouldn't own it. <laughs> but it's like, okay, that store could already exist. That's what I'm saying. Okay, we don't actually need to have a physical place because there is no physical object to store. Yeah. And so that you could be that thing that when people call you up, your non-material value, the thing that turns you on is what you will create in their life is winning happening. And, and that could be the, what you are in the, in the writing house. You never okay. have to leave that store. Okay, I have a question about this that okay. is personal, but I think maybe relevant to everyone. Yeah. It's like how how really it's it's such a great idea to never leave that store, right? How do you really do that? Like how 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 do you how do I practically just decide I'm never leaving again? Because I for me I'm like I try or something. I try to not leave again. And then and I, I don't know, I don't know what other people's <laughs> answers well, okay. would be to that. I think I think that's an interesting inquiry. And so, I mean, I, and I had, I wanted to do some improv work with you, but we're on a different channel here. So we'll just keep going down that channel. And, and I mean, and the question I think is, it's already there. It is already in you. And so what's happening is that you're blocking it. There's, there's something where you're, it's like, I would rather do this than be winning happening and so i would maybe it's does everybody have at least did you write down at least one non-material value that you said or that you heard and that turns you on everybody at least said that okay i would go in groups of three and 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 have this inquiry what is stopping you from being this you know uh, one-stop store for your non-material value and that when people knock on your door, when you walk down the street, is that you are that. And, it, and, it's, and it's tangible, like that you can talk about it, you know, that you have, you have had the experience of that, that you can go back to that space. Yeah, okay. So one, two, three, yeah. one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three. Here we go. Oops, of three. Okay. <coughs> God, I'm left alone. I'm going to be joining a group of four. Okay. And well, I guess it's also a chance for you to provide your non-material value right now or to provide non-material value. But it's, 
yes, it might be emotional healing process and write those down, but, and it can also be that, you know, how do I find my way back to that space? Okay. You can have, there can be tricks, for example, about how do you ever, how do you, it's a space when you deliver your non-material value, it's a particular quality of a space. And I never thought of this, but it's like, how do you put stakes in the ground that you can, whenever you want, go back to that space. And like, if, for example, you can start uh, marking what are, the, what are the stakes, like what are the poles in the ground to go back there, stuff like that. Okay. And you, and you could just pr pretend to be in that space and improvise theater being in that space. Right. And you can try it right now. Kian, you're not in the group with Devin, but anyway, we could try it anyway. Okay, here we go. I will start without knowing because I'm interested in <laughs> and uh, for me it, it's as first uh, I'm, I'm not clear about the difference between the bright principles and the uh, non-material value uh, and perhaps I didn't get my my bright principles well because I mostly uh, stick on these non-material values more than on something else. It was in, in, interesting for me. And um, if I would have something, um, it was, uh, I could create um, possibilities. Um, and they comes again and uh, I, I am what what I doing more more on non-material values. Um, I could be with people and heal them as they are. Yeah. Okay. I have just in a way from the you know I know we're in possibility management, but the bright principle of possibility is such a it's such a force of nature. And when you think, yeah. when I try to think about it, most edge workers are creating new possibilities, but they have all different ways of providing, they provide a different non-material value that has yeah. the result of new possibility. It's kind of like pro providing a not, 
a, a non-material value that has the that has the end result of presence. So, but what is it's like the non-material value is more specific to you, is more specific to is is your uniqueness in a way. Mm-hmm. Is like what you are, Marin, like what is the thing that you you radiate? I make the people love themselves. That I think is something uh, what will happen in my presence. Look, I, I'm so I'm gonna. I I think you. You know, making people love themselves is basically then then people can love their box and not wanting to be anything else than their box. And I don't think no, you that, that, that value. Okay. Okay. You know them. So, it's difficult for me to get the point. Um, That's why we're here. Yes. Yeah. Um, I I can offer something that I, I have something with energy. I don't know how how to how to name it because I don't have a name for that. Um, and my, uh, this I, is part of the, if, when you find the name, you have the grip on it. Otherwise you don't have the handle for the door. Yeah. And so that <coughs> kind of, this is this research about putting names on that energy that you, you have the experience of. So start just saying what it is. Just say, what is it like? <clears throat> I have a I, there there. I, I stick there because as uh, every time comes to some some kind of um, right principles. So if I say um, there is um, high level fun, then I'll stick on the right principle. Okay, how do you, how do you provide high level fun? I, I provide high level fun while I um, people. Um, while the people are empowering to to get the space in themselves uh, to to um, to find the f- freedom of the of of to be as they are, and if if they stay there as they are, they they they, they that opens into a totally new world for them. It is really about shifting out of the box and really to like like open the eyes about what is really happening not only to 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 stick on the the object the people before only made the people small before uh and it is like more to get more much more senses as before not only not only to see and not only to hear to really there's more senses to have and um we if if we don't nobody will talk about the senses 
uh, no, but it, it's like a forbidden space and, and the people don't go there and they don't feel it because it's that it has no name. So it's more like to, 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 to come to the no named places before. One thing that I'm hearing behind, and it's it's you you're bringing people into an experience into instead of a verbal reality. You bring yeah. people into an experience an an experience experiential quality of life and of themselves, and that has yeah. no name. I think I I agree with you. That has no name. These these places. Okay. What a beautiful value. I mean, and, and so my question I have for you, Marin, is I'm missing your, your spaces where I know, you know, I get that you do this, you, you do this in this space. You do this in, in most of the, you know, in the spaces that I've been, you do that as a, as a you provide that as a non-material value, but you're not, holding space for that, for people to learn it or to, to get that you're doing that and for them to learn about it, for example. So I'm missing, you know, your work talks. I'm missing um, your, your specialty. I'm missing you bringing people into that skill. Yes, I have a no name for it. <laughs> well, now you do. Now you do. <laughs> I'm seeking for. I'm really like like grabbing all the time how how to get it, and um, and I'm 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 fixed about that that if I get a name, I I make it more small again. So I don't want to give them a name because then I make I I, I shrink the space and um. Yeah, I mean, yes, I, then, and I think my that's a gremlin game. That's just yes, a, that's a gremlin game. Yeah, because because we're human beings and we communicate with word and we can communicate full experiences through words. And I've seen you do that. And I've seen you also, you know, provide experiences without words. But the communication part will need to happen with words. And maybe yeah. maybe it's a, a process for some kind of process for you about real um, like that you're not betraying the experiential world with words somehow i feel like you have some kind of fear that you're betraying the world that you have access to the moment you use words then you're lying and it yeah um they have this english word it's it's uh, i have i have uh, believing in myself I and it's a box believing that I have to prove all all things which I say, and uh, to to somebody else. And if I don't have 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 a, have a, um, um, a proof like evidence. an evidence or an a, 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 to prove it, uh, then it has no worth. So, and 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 this is um, like, um, Marin, I I've heard I've heard that fear before. I've heard that belief before. And yeah. it's so what what is it gonna take for you to drop that? To really, I don't know uh, to have this 
that your point of origin is in yourself is in that experience of this experiential world. It is so much in there that nobody could ever contradict what that is because you live in there. Yeah. So I, it might be another emotional healing process or it might just be, that's enough. This belief is over. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, Marianne. Thank you, Marianne. I really, I have pain, whatever. I have sadness and fear and anger about me not, be, I'm, I don't, you haven't created the opportunity for me to come into your space and experience your space. And I feel, yeah. I feel really sadness and anger and fear about that. And I, not as I a couldn't go further. I, I'm just saying it's this is my thing i just wanted to share it with you thank you okay okay (laughs) i want to go next My non-material value those are clarity, love, creation, transformation, and adventure. And uh, the time that I see it in action and that people see it in action is in this being with something unknown. So like we said before. And I love to explore with explore being in something new and explore being in something not in, in I don't know, in fear actually. So Carol, the thing is you frame it up as for you. Yeah, and the value of this uh, could be uh, Taking, taking people in this, into this journey of unknown and holding space for, for, uh, for Carole, being I'm, I want to make a proposal because I, I get it. Holding space for others is a non-material value. And there's a way that it comes out through your being or like through your communication is that it is still about doing something. Then your non-material value is about doing something for others. And here we're talking about something that you hold space for as, and it happens because you are there, because you are there without the blocks. And so, and, and, it, and it has something more to do with doing and this, and in this ever growing, like Devin was saying, this like nonstop flow of ever-growing non-material value that you pass that on as it's contagious but if you are doing something then it can't be contagious because then people need to be doing that too okay so uh, what what comes to me is uh, just being present in the space and just uh, 
okay, but how do you do that? Because this is what, anyway, I'm just, I'm sort of getting that, you know, we have a set of right principle and it's sort of like the non-material value that we provide is a conduit to creating that force. It's sort of because, you know, I have, many people have possibility as their bright principle. Many people have empowerment as their bright principle, but our, my non-material value is unique. Even with an exact set of, a similar set of bright principle, the non-material value is still unique. So presence doesn't really work because it's just, it's a raw force of the universe. Yeah. So it's like- so Maybe it yeah. would be the willingness to, to, to lean into fear and, uh, and, and unravel things from this place for me and for everybody else. But you're still, to, then you're still doing something for others. Is that, do you get Devin and Lloyd? Yeah. Yeah. Can you say it yeah, in other it. ways that I? A question that I have, you say presence, like what, what results from your presence, just from you being in a space, like, or, or even these things that you just happen to explore, mm -hmm. like the unknown, what, what results from that? This is um, some some elevation of consciousness, some ex exploring something new, going outside of the box. Go, yeah. Getting into unknown, exploring, and results can be. I I think, for example, Carol. There's a way that if that you could be doing it right now. Yeah, I'm and, doing it. And there's a way that I'm not getting the 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 ecstasy or the, the aliveness that comes with it. And so that's why it feels like a doing or or a concept okay. or something that uh, that would be good to be doing. Something like that. Yeah. Mm. So for me, for example, right now, when you came to the space, is this, like, uh, I felt, uh, I felt fear because I'm, um, I have this thing with maybe authority figures or, or being uh, watched or like, like in school or something. And uh, so I'm, I'm in kind of sweating now and stay in this fear and still doing it so i see the value for myself in this right now but i don't know if i provide the value in this for everybody else I mean, but i'm but in this state right now when i provide some non-material value the thing, Carol, the way you talk about it is like you have to overcome a survival strategy. And that is not, then that's very different from your non-material value. To try to work through survival strategy is different from your, your, your core, your essence, your, your non-material value. And then we're trying to get to that. 
and okay. and you're not fighting through the re- emotional reaction or the box or the gremlin that's coming up. And I and I and I think that's mostly I experience. Anyway, that's mostly my experience right now. That I am not fighting, or that I am fighting. That you are. That you are not. You're like you are. You're paying attention to all this stuff. Like your attention is on your emotional reaction, which part is talking, the defensiveness or or not, and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, and I, I just want to say that I think this is part of this path of finding your non-material value and delivering your non-material value. We need to like onion, like onion layer, like take off the layers of what is in our way. So I think that would probably be a more interesting conversation at this point for you about what's in your way of actually having access to that non-material value. Yeah. And we have just a couple minutes. So Devin, Devin and Jorge, do anything for Carol about that? One thing is uh, just simply, you don't know, acknowledging at this point that you don't actually know what your non-material value is, because there's something where you think that it is this thing where you overcome the survival strategy, the thing and Chloe just pointed to. So, so that could be a great place to start is as a, you are starting out as a researcher about the question from the position of, I have no idea. Or maybe I have a little tiny idea, but but not totally sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, yeah. See. I, Carol, I just want to say I'm glad that you wrote it down because I could feel your gremlin trying to resist it or not believe it or. And the fact that you write it down, then your box don't, doesn't get to win. So I don't know what you wrote down. It seems like you wrote two words, but you might want to write a whole sentence. Yeah, I have a whole sentence about the sentence of the purpose of our exercise. And I wrote, what is it actually? Okay. Like, yeah, but the, the thing that Devin said something else. Can you say it again, Devin? It was that yes just an an invitation to start from i don't know what my non-material value is but and and the other thing you said is is to be a researcher like is to take on this identity of being a researcher yeah yeah to as a, a researcher who's finding it out instead of a a person who's saying this is what it is mm-hmm. so a totally different orientation like, it almost be like turning around 180 degrees from your current mm-hmm. orientation Jorge go ahead you have like you 30 it. seconds yeah I um for for Carol uh yeah seen that shift that Devin just pointed out to he can bring a, a can be the, the source of all of the aliveness uh, that is like it might be missing out in, in the in the non-material value that you're trying to provide or that you that, that is wait hold hold I just gonna make it because yes. we're shifting to the third person so try to give one clear yeah. possibility or shift for Kahoda. Yeah. 
Just like one or two sentences, not a whole story. Yes. Yes. Uh, maybe um, to bring it from the uh, from the ideas, from like thinking like, that you know what it is to like the body, like what is your body saying? Or what is your emotion saying? What is your energetic body saying about what is the non-material value that you might provide? And this might also come in a reflection of how are others providing material, uh, non-material value for me in the past? Or how am I being, how, I, how is the non-material value being provided right now uh, for my other bodies? Like, uh, yeah, like all the other bodies. So I guess my, my, my clear point is like switching from thinking uh, and ideas of what I think I, I know what it is to like, like asking the other body to see what that is. Thanks. Is that, it doesn't make sense? Yeah, totally. Jorge, what is your, uh, what is your non-material value store name? The name of this? It's not often said. And it also, like I said, it turns me on clarity of as a as a, a high, it's like a clarity can un unknot knots. Where where I've just been. Vera, can I holding, make? Yeah, yeah. Are you the possibilitator, right? I am the non-material, the person who's going to say what is. Okay. Yeah. I'm proposing that you. There's many area in your life that you're already providing your non-material value, and I think you're discovering new ones just from our conversation, mm -hmm. and. I would go there instead of talking about the ones that you're already delivering. Yeah, well, I, one is empowerment. The one that is coming up for me more is, it's like a ir irrigation of something that is going to bear fruits that for, that's not even gonna, that's not for me. I might not even be alive when they come, but that, that just like a, even like a simple flow of power in one direction can just feed and, and nourish many things. So this is what I'm exploring. Yeah. Okay. So you're talking about flowing power to other people. Yeah. And to game worlds, to systems or networks. Yeah. To making crucial collaborations or collaborations that could also flourish like even training trainers or something but yeah empower people yeah other people yeah but it's like okay there's a there's a, a lot of different ways to empower people so one of the way that i heard you say is to create connection between game worlds yes okay yeah like like this thing about the ecoversities it's not just about me going delivering a, a, a training in coversities, but it, it's that's just like the getting a foot on the door that the people can 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 get. Oh wow! Okay, this is this is what is possible. But just, it, but connect the game world of possibility management with the game world of ecoversities because there are guy in game worlds these ecoversities. 
Okay. And another place. Yeah. I mean, then the next question is what's in the way of that or in the, the next layer? I mean, unless Phyllis and Annika, you had anything, anything else about Vera's non-material value? But I mean, and yeah. Yeah, I, what's in the way is that for me is, is that this seems very, very linear. Like there's, I'm still like, oh, I do this and maybe something else will happen. And I'm most likely missing other ways of connecting, of creating connection between game worlds or flowing power to others. So is that what you're asking for? Yes, to ask for what, how other ways I could do that. <clears throat> I'm going to say write so articles, aren't you? When you're doing that, are you using what you already know rather than being empty and going into a situation being completely clear? Of, I mean, clear of all your preconceived notions. I think as a, as a, oh, I could connect. The thing that I'm very, that is in the know is, oh, I could connect with these guys or, oh, I could go to that conference and hold a talk. But then how it's the collaboration will happen. I don't, yeah, I don't have, I mean, I know that I, what I know is what has worked, but it, it's not, um, Okay, one of the limited. ways, one of the ways to create yeah, this critical connection is that you make the connection, but you don't know who, who will make use of it. So there's a way that you're still in there. I connect this game world to this game world, and then I'm the link, and then you, you have to be this force of pull, and then you, you're not big enough to do all of that. And so it's, I mean, one of the examples would be to write an article and saying, how this this game world is connected to this game world and actually it's also connected to this game world and it and it's working with this game world and then people read it and be like god hey i'm i'm in this game world how come i don't know about this one and then but you don't know who's gonna read your article and and make that connection but that's that would be a that providing this non-material value for people to get to know that there's connection that would be one way and then the other way, or one other way is, um, is along with this flowing power is um, to, have, to, to have other people who are better suited for the connection to create that link for them. Say, you go talk to this other person or uh, you, you go deliver, what if, what if you go deliver this over there? Or what if, whatever. But it would be this, for you to not be the linking point, to find other, other ways and other people to be the linking point between this, this critical connection between these game worlds. And, that, and, and then, you, you're, then you're moving the field more than moving game worlds. And that's, it'll just be more la lasting and uh, powerful. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I think that would be the orientation. How do you move the field instead of moving game worlds? Mm -hmm. 
and how do you and I, mean, and I would do that how do you do that in the possibility how can you do that in the possibilitator training so that it it is more live there's a whole degree of aliveness that is because you're you're holding space for that mm -hmm. game world and yeah how do you move the field of the possibilitator training so that it is more live in a way of connect, uh, empowering and critical connection and flowing power. Yeah. So uh, what I've, one of the things that I've done yesterday with the possibilitator training in the North America was getting the uh, possibilitators from each, but to say to the other what's their next step and then to create these check-ins or pirate agreements about are you but doing it what i'm saying that's but, too but there's more it, yeah that's so too, that's between that's people I'm, this is between people i'm talking about <clears throat> i don't know how to talk about it i think i feel do you know what i'm talking about or well i i think you're talking about field you, you mentioned fields which yeah. is a, a whole energy new energy two different energetic fields almost so so you're moving, you're moving through energy. Yeah, but how energy moves through people. You have to pick up on the energetics of it. I mean, you're trying to figure it out in your head and then you're just like, but but I'm right because yeah, yeah. energy moves through people. And so I'm talking to people and, and so I'm trying you're, to you're stuck yeah, in your I, own I'm, construct of it. Yeah. But a whole group yeah. of people can, can create a certain energy field too. I mean, two people can, one person can, or 15 <coughs> people. Well, how can concretely, because then uh, okay, that's your research. field and energetics. What did you say, Chloe? I said that's the research. I mean, I oh, yeah. I haven't I haven't figured out a bunch about it, but I I know to some degree that I I do that, and I know to some degree that Clinton also does that, and I I don't know, and I have never talked about it, so I don't know. <laughs> well. I'm not positive that I that this would be helpful, but isn't it really about taking a different a field from where it's at? So picking up on the energetics of where they're at and then evolving it. And wouldn't that evolution come from um, a place in you that that happens in the moment as you are picking up what's, you know, as the energy flows, you are flowing, you have to be like one step ahead of it, one second or, or ten, five seconds ahead of it. For example, it's in, in Alvin Maker, because Alvin was a maker, the people around him in the field of his town had incredible knacks. And then he, but it's like, Okay, but that was unconscious on this part that he attracted people with incredible necks who could become makers. 
I'm, I'm saying mm. there's a way to work with that consciously without having to talk to people and say, you have to come to this town because there's a maker. Mm. Okay, I'm closing the rooms. Thank Anika, you. Wait, Anika, anything about this for Vera? Um, I'm just listening. Like I, Something goes beyond it at the moment. So I'm, yeah. Okay. And that was very helpful for me, uh, what you said, uh, Phyllis, by the way. <laughs> Devin, why are you smiling? <laughs> I had, I... I enjoyed my my I enjoyed the space that I just exited with Kroll okay. uh, and Jorge. Okay, I would like to for just for the last five minutes to sort of hear from you about because um, that also is part of my article. So I'm using you for my my research and my article writing um, about what are these steps to find and then be your non-material value does anybody got some like step that are is pretty clear and um could could, <coughs> could apply to other people well what kian came up with is is what i realize is mine um to to do emotional healing process on where am I still hold, still hating other people's gremlins? For me, it was a clarity about that I am the space and I bring the space always everywhere with me. And uh, I was not so, so clear about that when I'm in what I named it normal, normal environment. So, so then I, I'm not so conscious about to bring my own space with me. Thank you. Uh, Leslie, for your emotional healing process, you might want to reformulate as where, where is my gremlin still hating other people's gremlin? Yeah. Because the hate is is coming from your gremlin. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. So I have the thesis that we actually never stop producing non-material value. And the question is not only how do we define the value we deliver. Dorothea, Dorothea can you say it? Okay. The, the we thing doesn't really work in this space because it's a general generalization of everybody. So can you say it in I? Okay, so that, that I um, not, uh, wait, it's not, I <laughs> need to research. So uh, that I deliver all the time um, non-valuable, uh, non-material <laughs> non value. And that the question not only is give I value to this value, but more that other people have access to that value or that they give them what I or what I 
how, how I um, uh, how I am, what what I bring with me, how, how I uh, exist, how I work, how I whatever, no? Um, can people give a value? To, to this moment that I'm here producing this valuable, non-material, valuable things. <clears throat> In a radically responsible context, I would turn it around about how can I make it that other have access to my non-material value? How do I make yeah, exactly. it? Yeah, okay. Mm. Thank you. For me, I realized I get stuck in my in my own box, and sometimes it's a box of judgment of others and myself. And and what I recognize is that I can actually create something different in in that field. I can change the field whether I'm by myself or with others. And actually, um, some of it is about being by myself, and so I can create connection with others and and step outside of it and be something and be what i have to offer i just want to say i just want to say um a second Devin. yes i mean phyllis it would for me it would be maybe this question about what is what is in you make you more attracted to the judgment than the creation yeah that's a good question <laughs> yeah Thank you. Cool. And yeah, that would be worth an emotional healing process, I think. Okay. Yeah. Thank you, Devin. Um, yeah, the, the thing, this came up with um, Carol. I realized it also came out of a process I was in yesterday. It's like, so, so much of me, and I think all of us, other people maybe, is oriented toward material value, toward producing, toward money, make, like, so it's somehow starting with some step that that starts to close that that aperture and turn towards something else. So closing the closing the aperture on that lens of how can I produce something and turning toward a place that's something more like I have no idea as a first step. I have no idea what my non-material value is and hanging out there for a little while or, or maybe a long while. But assuming that there's something I have that goes beyond doing, um, yeah. Yeah, I know it's time, but I would be really interested because I think I think these are two things: this closing the the non-material value uh, kind of channel, or like you say, aperture, or closing and, the the value, material value. Yeah, the va the material value. Thank you. Uh, ap whatever channel, and then and then having you know building the whatever the channel or the mass or the experience of the non-material value anyway i'd be interested in either of these uh experiment or things that you notice about doing that uh devon so okay just to write and you can write them in the in the group because i i think we i just want to kind of finish on that but i i think it is we have this huge orientation this like i call it myopia in the in the in the article of material value and this producing and this doing and this and it's like and that also 
needs he- taking care of and like healing and inquiring and and not just pretending that we're all just creating non-material value. I think both need to care. Can I add one more thing that I yeah. noticed in our group? Yeah. That uh, a lot of the things also that were in the way of being the material value was this, it's not going to be valued by the other, or it's not going to be wanted, or this kind of expectation that it needs to be received in a particular way mm. in order for me to be that material value. So that's also an experiment in, in that direction would be, I mean, it, it seems it's like- It's so amazing because this is the market fatware. There needs to be a yeah. demand for it to have value. Exactly. And, it, and, and that's, and, it, and I think it's a, yeah, it's just a modern culture, money oriented, profit oriented thoughtware. Yeah. Cool. Thank you for this research. I felt just really glad. And Thank when you. I'm done with the Thank article, you. I'll send it in the group. Okay. Thank you. Bye. Thank see, you. You ne- see you next week. Next Thank week is Friday. Wait, next week is Friday and it's for one hour. Same time, but just for one yeah. hour. Okay. Okay. Bye. See you. See you next week. Bye, everyone.